just rock out to the hook. This hook's so crazy. Y'all listen to her? You guys know Alexis? I heard her. She cold. <laughs> she cold. She from here. Yeah, she cold. I try to, uh, I try to support all local artists as much as I can now. Back in the day, I was terrible at it. <laughs> I was so bad at it. Uh, no, nah, that was, um... I just heard about that one. I ain't even heard her. I think they ain't Juicy two times. Yeah. She, she cold. She, she, she cold, too. She just... Yeah. yeah, she cold, too, though. I, I, like, I... I, I these, never heard of just them. All these new artists that's coming up, like, in the city, I, I kind of fucks with a lot of them. A lot of them. It's a lot of them I want to see. And Jocene also? Huh? Jocene? Yeah. 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 She everywhere. Yeah, she definitely is. She's definitely everywhere. Hey, yo, 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 y'all know what it is. Welcome to the Kyrie James Podcast. I am your only host. <laughs> this is my host on this podcast. Y'all know what it is. I'm sitting here with uh, two talented people. And um, we're sitting outside, so y'all going to be hearing a lot of bullshit in the back. That's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. It's going to be a lot of bullshit that y'all going to be hearing in the background of this. Um, but we gonna, uh, we going to get it together. Y'all want to introduce yourselves to people, so the people can you know. Hey, yo, what up, what up, what up? I go by the name of Trey Howe, uh, poet, singer, rapper, uh, playwright. Comedian, I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 y'all, this your girl, Jamie J. I'm your comedian, motivational speaker, your host, that do the most. Most of all, your standard comedian, I'm on the way. <laughs> That's what's up, I like that. Your energy crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm crazy. They said I'm crazy. <laughs> your energy mad crazy. Um, So, like, on my old pod, I used to always ask people, like, what they top five, like, um, Albums are like, I don't want to do that with y'all because that'll take. I feel like that'll, that's something that you gotta really, really think about if you're not really into music like that. My album, yo, my album. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like I'm they, they, they better sing. <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess because I still buy albums. Like I got vinyls and shit, so like I'm, I'm that type of person. Like when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, she is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like it's um. It's dark and I was hot, one of the best rap albums facts, ever made. Facts, 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 facts. I'm sorry, y'all. We're doing it outside and I can't tell the bees from the flowers. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's big. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's facts. But the thing, like, the thing with DMX is for him to drop two albums in the same year and they both go number one, that's something. Yeah. I don't think that's been done since. No. I don't think that's been done since. But, yeah, that... that that album is great. Mine was, uh, then there was X. That's one of my favorite DMX albums. That one in, um, that one in Grand Champ. When I say Grand Champ, people look at me like I'm crazy. But that, that album had the craziest features on it. And everybody killed, they, everybody killed the features. Everybody. It felt like the Rough Riders album. Yeah, like he was like, I feel like that album was where he should have really like just bowed out and just 
did what he had to do, so. Yeah, after Grand Champ, I was like, ah, oh, come on, Max. Yeah. I don't think he really had nothing else to rap about after Grand Champ. Like, especially when, like, he kept getting in trouble with the law, so it was just like, you know, but yeah, rest, rest in peace to a legend, first of all. Grand Champ was, a, was real braggy, too, and it was like, dog, I want that hunger, that yeah. good wire shit. Yeah, like, um, so I'm gonna start with you. What's, um, what's your, like, who's your favorite comedian, like, of all time? Oh, man, if I can be honest, we're outside with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart for real? And Bernie Mac, they kind of tied. You know what's so crazy? I thought you was going to say Bernie back first. I, I knew you was going to say Bernie back first. And I should have Bernie and Kevin. That's the way it should go. Yeah. I don't, but see, the thing is, I think that comedy is subjective. So whoever you feel like is your number one at the time. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Because at like one time, Bernie could have been your favorite. Then here comes Kevin, you know, Kevin Hart showing you, you know, now now he's your favorite. Like, I tell people all the time, me personally, like, I stopped putting uh, deceased rappers in my top five because there's so many great rappers now since these, those deceased rappers, you know, have perished. And everybody look at me crazy when I say that. I'm like, think about how much music have came came out since Pop died, since Beard died. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many rappers have came and put out so much great music. It's the same thing with comedy. So many yep. comedians have came since yep. Bernie Mac passed away. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and a lot of them go, don't get me wrong, were they all funny? Fuck no. <laughs> you know, like, they, they was like, they, no, 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 like, more than half wasn't funny. <laughs> and for Kevin Hart to like live up to that, I think that's I think that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. for me. Like for me. I think Kevin Hart's a great storyteller and that's what I like about Kevin Hart. Yeah. I have man we can relate. Like yeah. how he do the reality shows sometimes with children and stuff, boy they boy rocking away that I make it. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking miles, they was like, Oh shit. I need to see Jamie J house, y'all. We gotta get a camera crew in this. Her, her child and her cats, they crazy. I can't wait, y'all. Lord, let me make it. Come on, y'all. Come on, Tyler Perry. But I think that's what makes a good comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Honey, if, you, if you can tell a story, okay. like, if you can get on stage and tell your personal story, yeah, that man. makes you a great comedian. I love to tell my story. Yeah. Like, do you, uh, do you know who Ali Sadiq is? I, I heard that name. Funniest, that man funny as shit. Funny as shit. Like, he's never, like, he doesn't, his, none of his, like, skits or um, stand ups are never about punching down. Like, he's never punching down on people. He's just telling, like, he's telling his story through a, yeah. That's my style. And I, yeah, and I, I like that. Like, I, um, that is like my bragging point, too. Yeah. Because I, I, people always come to me when I say I'm a comedian stand up, oh, please don't pick on me. I said, I ain't, I'm not that type. Yeah. I immediately said that. I said, that's not what I do. Do I not try? Mm. I said, that's not what I do. I believe in encourage others to motivate. Yeah. But now, if you help with me and come for me, please go ask. I'm going to get the gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, with him, like, he got a, uh, he got a show called The Domino Effect. Mm. Amazing. Like, uh, he was again? Ali Sadiq. Yeah, uh, he's he's amazing. Like, so like, do you not have like no uh, women comedians that you like? Uh huh. Yes, I do. <laughs> I like Miss Monique and Miss Pat and, and Simone. Monique does not get the old school Simone. <laughs> Ball is Simone. <laughs> oh, some more. Oh, some. Oh, some more. Ooh, I said it wrong. <laughs> I was sitting there like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, sorry, Simone. I miss 
some more. Some more. Give me your dues. My bad, yeah. sister. Yeah. Wow, killing it right now. Yes, she is, baby. She, she, she got her Netflix specials, too. And then that, like, my mom, that's why I love her show. Cause we crazy. I could dig that. And family, like, my sister. I feel like, I feel like Monique don't get her yes. flowers. She And she deserves it. Yeah. She don't, like, that woman is a great actress for what? Yes. And she's funny as fuck. As fuck. Like, funny as fuck. As that's fuck. just... I didn't want to touch me, mommy lady. Give me a hug, mommy. Like that, she, she's. Give me a word of encouragement, Monique. Call me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like that's um. So I'm going too much. Training. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. because I started with you, so like that's that's, that's cool. Like, I'm gonna yeah. give them, uh, give you your shine and let you talk your <laughs> shit. Yes, but my style is different. Like I like to have conversations. Like I ask questions in between, but like. Have a conversation. I yeah, but I was gonna say I do. Now that you say it, I hear a little Bernie Mac in your cadence. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, because yeah. sometimes you, you get sharp when you speak, yeah. and it's like, I would say stop by my house and visit. Come just ah. <laughs> yeah. You see a whole sitcom. Do you follow his daughter? You well, do you be on TikTok? Oh yeah. Do you I? Do you follow, you follow his daughter? Who's daughter? Oh, Max. Daughter? No. Be on TikTok? Yes. I'm like, yes, I did. Yeah, she came up and they talked about something. Yeah. Ago. She gives so much insight on her father yeah. as more than just a comedian, just him being sure her father. Yeah. And, like, it makes you think of him in a different light. Mm-hmm. Like, he, because she's giving you insight of who the man, who the man Bernie Mac was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, how he was as a husband, how he was as a father, how he was as a man, like. And I love how she do that. Mm-hmm. Because you know, because there's a difference between Jamie J and Jamie at home. Jamie J the comedian versus Jamie J. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, I get what you Yeah. Mean. Like, she, she tells you, you know, how he separates the two. Like, okay, so, you know, she was saying how when he was on the Kings of Comedy Tour, how he would get off stage, go to his hotel room, order his food, sit in his hotel room, and call his wife and, and her mm-hmm. every night. He did not go out and hang with them. He didn't do any of that. He went to his hotel room and would stay on the phone with them, call them every single night. I heard yeah. up until then, he used to fly back out to Chicago. Yeah, that's she, she, like yep, she said that too. Yep, yep. She said that she made, she told a story about how like he, his mom, like, ever, like when he was on tour on the Kings of Comedy tour, how her mom used to get aggravated with him calling every night. Like, <laughs> stop calling. Like, just be like, here. Like, you were fine. Like, it's a good man. Yeah. Like, he, they should be. He didn't want to answer text back. Man. And, rough like, like, me, like, for, like I said, for me, with comedians, like, I, like, I love Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle. And a lot of people, like, and, you know, in the LGBT community, they look at me crazy, and I'm just like, I can critique who I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a fan of somebody, you should be able to critique them no matter what. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he, when he talks about the trans community, I don't think that shit is funny. Like, before it was, but if you're going to keep making that your joke, your ongoing joke, it's not going to be funny anymore because now you're coming off as transphobic. I've spoke out about that plenty of times. Like, I'm going to still watch his stand-ups. I think he's funny. He's a legend. I fucks with Dave Chappelle. But what I don't fuck with is how he makes a certain marginalized people the butt of his fucking jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not cool. Yeah, like, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, like, I just, that's just me. Like, other people, oh, what's your funniest work? Is he telling the truth? Like, he can be telling the truth, but at the same time, like, do we really need that right now? 
I just want to fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that right. Y'all like, y'all like, And I think, like, I think, like, with that, with you telling a story of your life, some things are going to be repetitive, but at the same time, you know, you're trying to build relationships with people yeah. on that stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Kevin Hart has told us the same stories about his dad time and time again, I feel and we like still think the shit. And yeah, I think I know the man. You feel me? Like, That's how I want to introduce my family, my yeah. circle, things that way. Like, when he announced that his dad passed, I was sad. Cause like, yeah, like I was sad. Cause I'm like, damn, I know that. I feel like I know this man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the same. Like, and I'm pretty sure you probably feel that same way when it comes to like music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm because you said Jay Z is your favorite, like one of your favorite rappers. He's also like number okay, one. Like, <laughs> like that's my number one favorite rapper, dead or alive. Like I, I don't put nobody above him. I'm sorry, but it's like it's just <laughs> like I love Wayne too. Like, but. I look at, that's the same way how I look at Jay, you know what I'm saying? Like, when people be like, oh, he don't rap how he used to, this is like, this man is a 52-year-old husband with three fucking kids, and he's a billionaire. What do y'all want him to rap about? Like his wife is like he said, my wife is Beyonce. I brag different. <laughs> like, I don't. As he gets older, which I feel like the same with Chappelle with some of his jokes. Mm-hmm. The older he gets, the more life he lives, the more you gotta stop and think about it a little bit. Yeah. Because and and really he's earned that right. Like shit, he ain't. Cause I feel like the hungry rappers is in your face. Yo, 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 I got bars, 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 bars. You're going to catch these punchlines. Mm-hmm. You get older, man, smooth that shit out. This beat cost a million dollars. Trey has. I don't even say nothing. I'm done. Who could flex like that? Like, people like, remember when he quote-unquote retired and everybody started like dissing him like oh that nigga was on on the uh, beach with his feet out with thong sandals and now everybody got on gucci thong sandals on the beach and like he made that shit cool then that was what 20 years ago almost 15 20 years ago i remember we was clowning j cole for coming out looking like bob marley now all of a sudden everybody went international journey you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i ain't Hey, for sure. Like, yeah, that's for sure. But, like, I was out in Queens. I was like, oh, they, they got houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, like, who, like, who's your favorite, like, storyteller when it comes to, like, music-wise? Mm, favorite storyteller? I would have to say... Jay-Z overall. Really? Yeah. Like over Kendrick? Kendrick is close, and Kendrick and Lil Wayne, that Mona Lisa joint, yeah. that's bananas. It took, uh, you know what, it took me like three years to like that song. 
Because I don't like that album, but it took me a long time to like that song. I I really do like that song. I was, I was about to give you a red cross here. I was right back. What? I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm different when it comes to, I'm, I'm a different Wayne fan, though. Like, I'm way different. I'm a different Wayne fan. Like, I love, I put Wayne where everybody else puts Wayne. But again, I critique Wayne a lot. Yeah, as a Wayne fan, I will admit in the heartbeat, he, like, I'm an Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. They both get away with some bullshit bars. I mean, like, for, Every day. Every fucking day. And so, like, people clown me. But I've been saying this since Dipset came out. Jim Jones is my favorite member of Dipset. Like, if you if you do your numbers on Jim Jones, he he been directing videos since uh, Let Me Know. Jim Jones was people don't a lot of people don't understand this. This is why I say like I like a part like I interview different because I love to have conversation. I would jump from and I, and I got ADHD so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like people don't know Jim jo- Jim Jones was the facilitator of Dipset. He's the nigga that put that shit together. Yeah, like I do yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, like he was he built he built that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like don't get me wrong, like he he said I I wasn't a rapper. I didn't know how to rap. I wanted. Like when he when he did that for Flex interview, he was like, "I paid for the studio time. I was paying for the producers. I was doing this. I was doing that." Jim has been playing the backfield for was playing the backfield for so long with Dipset that when it became when Dipset became who they was and Jim Jones finally found his voice to rap, yeah. like because it was at one point where everybody was like, "Jim is the most terrible rapper out of Dipset." But I seen something in him. I was like, yo, this passion, this voice. That's the, the hustling mentality. That motherfucker would shout out his lawyer's full name in the ad lib. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 20K to my lawyer. Shut up, believe He is different with his rap shit. And I loved it. Like, like his, last, his last two albums I have been, to me, by far the greatest albums. Yeah. To me. Like, and a lot of people be looking at me crazy like, Jim Jones got great albums. I swear to God, he does. Uh, uh, what's the joint with him and Mano? The, uh, the Lobby Boys. Oh, uh, like, yeah. That whole album slide. Yeah. I think, like, like. We set the trends with me. I'm like, come on. What? Jim Capo ain't going nowhere. And people I, used to clown me when I'd be like, yo, he wanted the Ellis ones out of Dipset. Yeah. And see, I think, like, the thing is with Jim Jones, with Jim Jones, too. He knows how to keep up with the times. He know what's cool. He know what's not cool. He know what you know. He know what little niggas to to fuck with when it comes to rapping. He knows who to not fuck with when it comes to rapping. Like oh, okay, like yeah, yeah, like and I feel like as musicians, like rap, whoever, singers, rappers, I don't give a fuck. And even as comedians, like you have to stay tapped into what's happening because if you oh, because like if you keep just saying, oh well, back in my day, nigga, we don't care. <laughs> I went. I remember I went somewhere and I had, I was at UC. Left, came left, dropped out of school, came back, went to a party. Like I had just dropped a mixtape or something. I'm passing out. Some dude was cracking on me, like, oh, you got the dad by it. I'm like, nah, you that fucking nigga, like, blah, blah, blah. And the shorty asked, like, how old are you? I'm like, shit, I'm 25. 
She looked at me like I told her I was 175 trying to rap. <laughs> I'm like, I'm three years older than you, man. I'm like, what's your beef? She was like, hey, you're old. I'm like, hey. It's because, like, now, like, the newer people, like, the, the younger generation is running a lot of things from music to comedy to fashion they running it and they're doing them if you ask me i think they're doing a, a good job at it some of them are not i can't say that but like it's there like there's a lot of young comedians that i think are going to go far once they like because they're using social media as their advantage and that's what a lot of people don't do a lot of people don't use social media as their advantage like you have to because that's how you build your audience that's how you build what you're trying to build like Drewski mm-hmm. I think Drewski is hilarious I think <laughs> you also got to have a plan about it though because yeah. a lot of people are selling the hype before the product is right I was going to say or I've seen people where you can have thousands and hundred thousands of likes but when you come through a show what are people that anybody can push a hundred button from home yeah. or from sitting there but those supporters going to come out right. and so what are you doing your footwork are you doing promoting around your local areas and stuff like that because it, to me it still works both, both ways right. you got a mixture of generations still out here you still even have some of the youth that believe in old stuff, ways of uh, going about things or pursuing things. So, in yeah. the day, I feel like the internet and the self being here physically, putting in work physically matters. They go hand in hand to me. Yeah. I don't want one without the other. I don't want a million followers on a social media platform, but then when I perform, ain't nobody pulling up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I want to go where the body's at, where my supporters are really are. Let me hit those seats eventually. Yeah. Quickly. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's big to do it in your own city too. Like. I agree. Oh no, you. Oh, don't let me too long on this nation. When I'm for me, Jamie, J- ooh, baby. Tell me hey, about it. That's what's up. I'm like, my shit right now. Hey, I guess it's how long are you gonna be out on the money? I'm gonna be at Forest Park Park Place from eight to ten. I'm throwing my own comedy show there. Big Kev, P Dots. Black Bill and Jamie J is in the building. Tickets are ten dollars. You can cash at me at dollar sign J to the A to the M M I E one one. That's dollar sign Jamie eleven. And we take donations as well because God is good. But long story short, no, I just like it's gonna be a good time. Like I feel like the city is really supporting me, and it feels great because I've heard so many negative things about Cincinnati as far as. Why should I put it on blast though? So how do you know the city supports you? What happened last time you had a show? Man, Bon Hill <laughs> pulled up and showed out and I ain't even from nowhere near that area. But them people showed out and showed me some money love. And then the last show you had before that was sold out, right? Ooh, that's right, show he is. That's right, sold out show. I, mean, I forgot, thank you, Trey. Yes, my show, my, my show, show did sell out. Yes, sir. Try to say that three times. <laughs> <laughs> You know we cut everything short? Hey, we will. We will for sure. Hey, I'm sure though. Yeah, I had a uh, feature on what is that? One point three? Yeah, shout out to it. Y'all don't want for sure, for sure. Hey, shout out to Donald Ron, man. I've been listening to the radio for so long. Yeah, I actually recorded the clips. I'm glad I got it. I'm keeping this one. Hey, that's what's up. Like I said, my thing is with me, like, since 
Potting is such a small, but yet it's getting bigger. It's trying to. It's like, it's with me. I told like everybody, I was like, why, why did you want to start podcasts? And I'm like, to be honest with you, my, and my brain, my mentor, and the person I look up to the most is Angie Martinez. I, I love Angie Martinez. I have her memoir at home. I also got decoded at home. <laughs> I'm a groupie. <laughs> I'm a groupie. <laughs> but like, I, like, Angie Martinez has always been like my number one like go-to person when it comes to like interviews or radio or anything since I was a kid. Like, if I could turn on my TV and Angie Martinez was on BET, I'm gonna watch it. If you don't mind asking why, what is it about her? Her style, or the way she do interviews. So, before I answer that question, because it's another one too, um, Ananda Lewis, I don't know if y'all remember who Ananda Lewis was, she was um, she was a host on MTV. The, uh, she was kind of tall, brown skinned, like real pretty, she had the long curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ananda Lewis was also another one. But to answer your question with Angie Martinez, is because I never seen a woman in that profession be able to do it better than the men that was before or the man that she had to sit around. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like to me, Angie Martinez was like a mythical creature. Like, you would hear her on the radio and you would hear people like, oh, I sat down with Angie Martinez and I did this, I did this. But you never got the, they never did like the in-depth of the interviews of what she did. I, like once, once the internet became a thing and YouTube became a thing, Oh, my search box was Angie Martinez sit down with such and such. Angie Martinez sit down with blah blah blah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I just always like how the way she interacts with. Like, she has a new show called uh, IRL, where she sits down. She has like these profound like conversations with like celebrities. Like, she gets like real deep with them. Like, yo, like she did a. I remember she she did an interview with Kelly Rowland and I watched it and Kelly had just met her biological father and Angie Martinez was telling the story about like how her biological father left her and she went to you know search for him and up finding him and he kind of like dismissed her but his wife had no clue that he had a child that you know that and, and she was already this well-established woman you know what i'm saying and it's like when you hear stories like that like i can relate to that you know what i'm saying like i love my like my thing is i love women that i can relate to especially black yeah. women even though angie martinez isn't a black woman she stays in her you know her puerto rican feel whatever but it's like i can relate to this person because she's so hip-hop she's so music she's so that's why I like anytime i speak to angie martinez like i feel like i'm speaking of a mythical creature yeah, like, <laughs> hip-hop, angie martinez and big boy like, oh yeah those are the two i feel like you gotta throw some flex in there too though yeah as like, far as like uh, he's, drama. he's drama, though. Yeah. He's man drama. <laughs> interviews, Angie Martinez and Big Boy. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, in that order. Because yeah. Angie will interview you 
Big Boy will have a fun interview with you. You'll get to kick some bars. Right. And then Funk Flex, you just go away to show New York while you're in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's the same. Drop as many bones as you can. I feel like Sway. I feel like Sway is somewhere in that conversation too. Like when it comes to interviewing, because Sway get you. Sway get ready, get get will get you ready to fight him. But I like that. He just don't take no like because. If you know your history, you know Sway about that shit. Yeah. So if Sway tell you get your bars up, yeah, your yeah. bars must have been right. Right. Sway tell you your production sound like shit. Your production sound like shit. But I think I, I also think that people, um, I think people also don't realize that how long Sway has been in the, um, how long Sway's been in the in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. He was he was on MTV for the longest. Mm-hmm. Like he he made a name for himself before he was Sway in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like so I I that's why like and also shout out like he probably would never hear this but I always put it out there in the universe. But also shout out to Joe Button for even making podcasting as popular and as great as it is. Yeah, Joe Button yes. don't get enough credit. No, like you don't. Yeah. So like, like you, like I, like I, like I love to sit down and talk to people, but I never knew what podcasting was until Joe Button. Like I, I never, I, it was it, there wasn't a name for it. Yeah. It was just always journalism. Ah. Yeah. Well, I'm learning. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm not accepting I'm learning. That's like, that's all it was just. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, it was just journalism and radio personality. Yeah. That's all it was. It was never yeah. where you. Yeah. yeah. Just, today, an uh, ocean liner crashed in the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Everybody just making their own channels, though. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by who all tuned in, let's talk with anybody who all tuned into your pocket. Exactly. Yep. And it was really back you then, it was just all mm-hmm. about the bridge. You jumping? Am I jumping what? Podcast, like, yo. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, so, like I said, I had one before with uh, two of my guys. I'm hoping to, like, get that back going again. Like, that one, right, that one is called the 348. Like, you can still go back and listen to um, episodes on that one. Uh-huh. Um, like, that one right there, we had people listening to us in different countries. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Like, different countries, like, uh... Singapore. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Places in Africa, places right. in like Germany, like Russia. Like, we had, it was yeah. so many people, different people listening to us in different countries that, like, every time I went and I checked the analytics of everything, I was just right. like, damn, like, I could, we could really make something of this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do, like, let's do this and try to make some money. Like, right? you gotcha. know what I'm saying? Like, now, that I'm rebuilding the like my brand by myself. All right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's thank you. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to like that's why like now I'm just like bro. If I can sit down with people in the city and just talk to them. Yes. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I don't want to do it. You need to talk, baby. Like whatever. Like that's just something like I like to do. Like my like my even my girl like my my girlfriend she be. Right there next to me as I'm recording. I'm about to open that something. Wow, come on! I just got my job. Like yeah, like this shit. I'm loving this right now. Because like, like I said, I try to make everybody as comfortable as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to bring it. Like when I like I was when you pulled up. Like when I pulled up here before you got here, I was nervous as fuck. I was, ah! I was, I was, I was like, yo. I was sitting there like. I, Kept, like walking oh, around, gotcha. so I didn't know where to go. Like so, I'm like, man, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I don't know where the fuck to go. Where's this nigga at? Like, would you please pull up? Like, but then it's just like, after a while, like you know, when you see somebody face to face, 
you can you can feel like you feel like you're talking about the energy like oh cool like like I'm cool I need to go certain places too y'all know and then my final. Yeah. That's yeah. why in-person networking is mm-hmm. important. Yeah, don't worry. Tell her about all your information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. She'll be like, damn, the kids are on the podcast. No Jimmy Jay. Goddamn, this ain't no comedian show. Wait, no, I said I do podcast. It's like, like, my, like this, my thing is, whoever I can connect with, and if I connect with somebody and they're looking for somebody, my thing is, whoever I talk to on here, Hey, I talked to somebody on my podcast, and like, they're looking for what you look like. They have what you're looking for. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of thing that I want to get on. That's the type of shit I'm trying to be on. You know what I'm saying? Even if I had to travel to you and, we gotta, and I got to set it up like this, I'm cool with that. I don't care. Jamie as a comedian mm-hmm. could just be feeling us as a conversational unit. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, cause you be like, oh, this, who this deep voice motherfucker? I used to be hella picky about like what I do and how I present myself. Mm-hmm. Now, was hella smooth. And that's that's just my natural nature, really. I'm like, I'm super laid back. I don't like to like, I don't like to move fast. I don't like to talk. You even sound like your rap though. Like, I like that your voice match what you like. You know how there's artists out here that sound totally different, and like this man right here sound like he sound like on radio. The cool, the cool thing about the cool thing about you was when he hit me up, right? I was like. Not another one. That one, like, literally went through my head. I'm like, no, come on, not another one. Because, like, I have people that hit me up and want me to listen to their music so they can come on the pod, and I'm just like... <sighs> so, I, like, I had to, like, literally have a talk with myself. I'm like, Tyler, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to listen to him? Like, are you going to give him that chance? Because if you don't give him, like, if you do give him a chance and then something go wrong, you can't say you didn't try. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you don't give him the chance, then, you know, he'll probably be like, oh, this motherfucker don't want to do Like, and I'm just like, I don't want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm, I can say, though, like, when I hit, like, when you send me your music, you see I hit you right back. Like, bro, like, hey, I'm about to go to bed. But, <laughs> and I literally told him, like, when he sent me, because he sent me, sent me late. Like, he, I'm like, I'm about to go to sleep. But when I wake up, <laughs> I'm going to go to work, I'm going to listen to this shit. Like, mm-hmm. and I can definitely say, like, you're like you have a very unique voice like yes. like pop smoke had a very yeah. unique voice dmx had a very unique voice like you really don't mm-hmm. find like she said you don't really find too many artists who have those unique voices and when they rap like it sounds like it sounds like something like in the fact that you tap into the fact that you 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 tap into your that your blues you know Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like who's like who's like some of your favorite uh, Favorite artist overall, anybody was so like that's why I like DMX because I feel like no, I'm saying like blues wise, like who's your favorite blues artist? Blues, uh, Muddy Waters. I love Howlin' Wolf's voice. I'm not gonna front like his music is right to me, but his voice is nobody got a voice like Howlin' Wolf. Did you um? Did you? Did you um? 
Like if BB King was up there for you? Yeah, BB King as far as arrangement is like, cause BB King music is like listening to a who fucking sing blues to the orchestra. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's just how we get backed up by a symphony. Like, I think like, like with me, with like, with BB King, I got introduced to BB King as a kid. Like, my godmom's family is from Meridian, Mississippi, so like, you know, that's a whole, that's nothing but blues down there in Mississippi, so. Um, but the fact that people like really like tap into that is amazing. Like, you got people who just like, no, nah, I just rap. I don't want to tap into nothing else. I don't want to get anything else. I just want to rap. Like, what made you like, you know, change that dynamic of just wanting, you know, just wanting, not wanting to rap, sorry. Really, uh, it seemed on cocky, but rapping became too easy. Yeah. Like, I'm not competing musically as far as rapping and anybody. Start getting one. I don't know how to get one. I don't know how to get one. But, uh, yeah, I feel like as far as competing, I'm not competing with nobody uh, musically with the rap. And a lot of people don't know I've been singing on another Oh, so you sing too? Yeah. Okay. I've been singing when I was in, what, third grade? Mm -hmm. uh, music teacher used to pull me in and teach me to play Because when I was sort of I had mono or some shit like that, and it was fucking with my kidneys. I couldn't play the music. So she pulled me in and taught me how to play the guitar, the piano. Um, it taught me how to start reading the music. <clears throat> so I started singing and whatever. But you know, being young and being a dude that's like, motherfuckers didn't give me a straight up. Uh, he couldn't keep his thing. Uh, look at you, he's trying to be boys to me, this and this. He didn't even try to clown you or whatever. So uh, I would keep it on the hush and shit. And then nobody was really coming to a Trying to be more 
honest and transparent with my music. Right. So for a while I went to Doughboy Trey, but then they was like, all right, are you a drug dealer? I'm like, nah, I'm not trying to give that image in. Yeah. So then I just went to straight Trey House. Because that ends up being what people call me and then the last name, and they just assume that's what it is anyway. Right. And that came up because my guitarist, Fernando, was like, yeah, you got kind of a howling wolf vibe about you, like, get a low register, it growl. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I do a little something. And then he was like, no, like, do that shit. Like, you built for the blues, like, you got that soul, that pain in your voice. And that's when I just started playing with it. I think that's what howling I think that's there's no, I don't think, there's a lot of singers out there that I feel like cannot be replicated, and he's one of them. You cannot replicate his voice. You can't replicate what he did. Like, it's the same thing with, like, Lieutenant Turner. I don't think you know what. Like, you can, like, I don't, like, when we went to the Beyonce concert, I'm just I'm flexing on the day. We went to the Beyonce concert. <laughs> um, like, it was, she, so she did like the Tina Turner trip. Now, the thing is, like, with Beyonce, I don't mind that Tina Turner because, like, that's her whole fucking, you know, like, that's, that's, that's who she, that's who she looked up to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, people can sing her song, but you can never replicate that voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing with, like, I, I tell people all the time, the sound, that futuristic sound that we hear now, Aaliyah was already doing it with Timbaland and Missy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. so now it's just like... Aaliyah set the way for, like, SZA and all of them. And like, yeah, like, for the, the, the whispery. Yeah, 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 like, like, yeah. Low-tone, yeah. conversational singing. Right, yeah, and it's just like, that sound. Like, I tell people, like, that sound that y'all hear now, that whole futuristic shit, Aaliyah was doing that. Yeah. A long time ago, we didn't know what it was, but we loved it. Now we hear, like you hear it, you just like, like every single song I've been hearing these rappers on, I'm like, damn, I can really hear real, like doing all this, <laughs> like really singing on this shit, like, cause it's, I, I think like, again, I always say this, music is very subjective. It's, it's subjective. It's about what you like, who you like, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. I think with a, like nowadays everybody is just stuck in like one or two genres of music yeah. and it, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel authentic sometimes. Yeah, and that's what leans me more towards blues is like I I always want to either tell a story or connect some of those, even if it's like, you hate me, who the fuck does he think he is? Because I talk some shit when I'm laughing. Yeah, oh, you definitely do. Yeah, you do. Because for me, that's the heart of hip hop. Like, it's not like, the way I look at it, I don't, it don't take anything away from me for you to, for me to tell you I'm the shit. Because as much as I'm gonna say I'm that nigga, I am him, all caps, no punctuation, like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna say the same about you. Because that we come from kings and queens. Right. We 
I say that shit with my full chest. Right. So then with, with the blues, it became like an outlet for me to be released more human emotions on a, uh, a more exaggerated scale. Yeah, yeah. So like joints like Witness, um, when Dubs cry to cover I do, it's really just like what emotion can I tap into with people and like have you feel me for three to five minutes. Exactly, and right, right. To know that it connects with people, because that's my whole thing. Like I always felt like I could never connect with people. Yeah. And I feel like how you said that, like, make the Scarface reference. Because I'm like, damn, I never thought about it, but my music is real story-driven. Mm -hmm. You think of stories, you normally think Scarface, Tupac, and Slick Rick. Yeah, right. right. And that's why, like, when you, like, when you say you like Scarface, I was like, damn. Scarface and it's talking like man, cause he gave like again it's your voice. Cause Scarface got that same respect on Scarface's name when y'all started talking about good great rappers. Sorry, that was a side. <laughs> Scarface was because Scarface is huge from I would say Alabama, Alabama. Yeah. Right. But for the Midwest, Atlanta was just that pipeline. So yeah. when everybody knew Scarface, I knew about Pastor Troy and just getting hit with outcasts and shit. So I knew about the Ghetto Boys and Scarface, but I only really heard them on like the big singles or the Jay-Z features. And Listening to the music now, I'm like, damn, I wonder why I never got into it. But it was just that frequency. I was, I was doing no women shit. That yeah, time. oh, man. That's, that's, so, on my that's so crazy because, like, I literally just did a podcast, like, what I do. Because I got, like, this segment on here called uh, Impact on Music. So, like, my first one was about Bow uh, Wow. And then my second one, like, because, first of all, I'm going to just dive into that real quick. We don't give Bow Wow enough respect as having the impact that he had on hip hop culture. I'm sorry, we, we don't. And I get it, like, he became this corny dude, but it's like, there's a lot of corny rappers. If you ain't have Iverson oh, right. hoodies, I bet you have Bow Wow hoodies. I bet you have Bow Wow. Everybody else must get caught. Like I said in like, like I said in my episode, that uh, paved the way for a lot of these guys who are rapping now. From Drake to <laughs> the, he made he, he made it cool. You know what I'm saying? Being a teenage yeah, like when he was a teenage sensation. We had like I said, we hadn't seen a teenage sensation since Chris Brown. Yeah. Chris Brown was the last teenage sensation. Or just or Justin Bieber. Chris Brown and Justin Bieber. We yeah. say Chris Brown and Justin Bieber. Those were the last two teenage sensations. But Bow Wow set that bar for them. You know what I'm saying? Like Bow, Bow Wow made it cool for you. He, he made every kid want to fucking rap. <laughs> like he made every kid want to rap. But um, for the uh, second segment that I did on um, the impact on music was uh, when you said no limit, just made me think about that. I did like no limit of cash money. Cause I'm just yeah yeah like I'm like no limit cash money has one of the biggest impacts of coming out of the same city 
but also being writers, like I hate, like I hate the fact that they did not get a because I would have loved a no limit cash money compilation. I would have loved that. Like it was. One song with Half Boy. Now think about it. Fame. It was like before the Yellow Boy split back in the day. And it was like three normal in the and everybody from High Boy is all on the same right. See, I got now I need to find that song because like I know at one point, I think Mystical was signed to Cash Money at one point. Yeah. And I do remember that. But it's just like I again I hate the fact that they beefed like that because it's just like the the shit that they could have done together would have made more history than what they made separate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people all the time, like, I feel like as a, as a creator, Master P needs to be named with the Diddy's and the Jay-Z's and, you know, Dr. Dre, like, he needs to be, he needs to be in that list as well. So does Baby and Slim. Yeah, like you have to put them in that because if you don't, it's like I feel like you're erasing a good part of, of hip hop history. Yeah. And again, like I understand why some people are getting mad because they're not, they haven't been mentioned in the uh, 50 years of hip hop like celebrations that's been going on. And it's like, I get it, like because a lot of people have made such a big impact on hip hop, like Uncle Luke, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not inviting them to these things, and I don't know why. I feel like Bella should be invited to these things. Like, it's still that PC cool guy bullshit. It's 50 years of hip hop, so we're going to take the staples and you gotta have money there. You gotta have, uh, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have KRS One out somewhere teaching and educating, Flavor Flav somewhere jugging with the clock. You gotta have those standards down. Then everything else gotta cater to, like you said, staying up on what's current. Everything else gotta fit in the what's current, and unfortunately, Bow Wow kind of played itself, so it's like, yeah. you you kind of going down a little, I ain't even going to say going down, but like, once you play yourself a little bit in hip hop, that's when the controls start coming out. Oh, I could, I could do it better than this now. Yeah. Like, you, you can't, though. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> and, and, and I think also, like, I think also like with a lot of people like music wise, if you can't see yourself growing with what's new, then get out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like back out. Because it's not, it's never going to stay the same. You know what I'm saying? Like when people be like, oh, I miss, I miss when we rap when people was rapping about this, when people were rapping about selling drugs. I'm like. Rappers have always rapped about selling drugs. Yeah, it's just what's like, more prominent in that moment. Like, they've always rapped about doing drugs. Like, rappers have always rapped about stuff like this. Y'all like that boom bap shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is cool. I'm not dissing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom bap rap is cool, but if, if you want somebody to teach your kids something, keep making them go to school. Because rappers shouldn't be teaching your kids like a bitch ass. That's, that's my biggest thing is, 
and people give me shit for this point of view, but I feel like, let's say I make it right now, boom, million albums, so I become that, that, that nigga, right? right. platinum everywhere. I still should not be your kid's role No! Because no. I don't know your kid. Like, I think that, I, this is my thing, no celebrity should be your child's role model. I'm sorry. Right. Like, I, like... If a person I see through the phone or the <laughs> can control my kids more than I can, I fucked up somewhere. Somewhere down the line. But I, like, I was telling, I was uh, telling this girl that I was on Facebook, and she shared this post, and it was like, uh, the picture of Sexy Red, and it captures himself, like, he's one of the girls that's leading all over girls and whatever. But I was all coming, and I was like, no, no, they're not. Like, you know, like, if parents are playing this type of music in the car with their kids, so be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was listening to drug dealer music in the car with my parents. I didn't be, you know, I didn't become a drug dealer. I didn't, I wasn't staying on the block. I wasn't doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. I made a, I, I listened to the music because I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mama bought me my, my very first rap album with the explicit version on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was a mature, you know, like, I knew, oh, I'm a, I can't be influenced by somebody I don't fucking know. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and if we're talking kids, kids are gonna, kids are gonna find music whether the parents play it or not. Yeah. It's all over the radio, and then somebody at school's gonna know the explicit version, and not to mention, you know what I mean? Like, kids is teaching kids how to cuss all over America. Man. It's shitty when you break it down and think about it, but at the end of the day, like, how did you learn to cuss? Like, somebody... Somebody told you. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and the world keeps spinning. And that's why, like, I always say, you know, stop saying that. Like, I remember it was this post, and it was just like, oh, Jeezy told your son to sell drugs, but his, he raised his son to graduate from high school. I'm like... Who the fuck son did he tell to sell drugs? And how old is your fucking son? Jesus <laughs> came out in 03. Who are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all act like y'all had to do it because what? They even said it in the rap practice? Listen, like, Jesus is a phenomenal rapper. <laughs> Chance the rapper say, I love my wife. Niggas still out here cheating on their wives, like, so... Like, you have inspirational music, you niggas just choose not to listen to it. Y'all choose to just delve into the negative shit and then get online and talk about the negative shit. If you hate the negative shit so much, stop listening to it. Put them dojin' in it. Listen to, like, their... Like you said, Chance the Rapper is there. J. Cole is there, but even though, like, J. Cole do be rapping about some foul shit sometimes, like, well, most of the time. I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of what, J. Cole is about as corny, quote-unquote, as I get. Because he's got the duality, but it's not like some sucker shit or no, people hate when I say this, but common shit. Because I feel like common... Even Kendrick Lamar sometimes loses me. It's yeah, like yeah. growing up in Compton, I was this and that, and then I saw a butterfly, and the metaphor is yeah. <laughs> expanded into an expansion. I'm like, now you lost me. Yeah. Take me back to Compton down motherfucking, you know what I mean, Catawango or whatever. Like, That's like, with that. like, I think with, again, you like what you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if if Jeffrey Arena likes listening to Common J. Cole, you know, I don't know no Chance the Rapper, I don't know no other fucking 
consequence, whoever. Any fucking, you know, inspirational rapper. That's his shit. I'm not gonna sit up here and judge the nigga because those rappers that he liked, I also like them too. But I don't think niggas that I'm gonna be bumping in my car or in my headphones, you know what I'm saying? Like, I also listen to Jeezy, Jadakiss, Dipset, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I listen to all these people, like, but again, it's all about the standard that you set for your kid. Yeah, and, <laughs> and there's a time and a place for everything. Yep. That's how I started getting into listening to older music because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I want to listen to this Pusha T, but like, you know, do I really want my kids listening yeah. to the Coke music? Right, exactly, like, yeah. How do you feel about Pusha T? I fuck with Pusha T. I get why he's not for everybody, but damn the shit this motherfucker say about cocaine. He's so good at it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, He's so good at it! Like, I don't... Does that make us terrible people? No, because... He's so good at it! Like, you know, I love it! I feel the same way about, like, certain stuff, like, like Young Thug. Oh, man. Uh... I couldn't, matter of fact, not even Young Thug, Future. I couldn't tell you a full Future verse, but goddamn it, when Morse Madness come on, I don't even know what he said. What? It's a whole vibe. I'm like... I, listen, I critique, again, like that conversation we were just having with uh, Oh, Future's a mess. Future is the most toxic nigga ever. And I could see, like, the way he treats women, like, the way he goes to see her, I always say, nigga, that's corny, you're corny, leave yeah. us alone, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's terrible, it's wild. Yeah, but I'm gonna listen to that nigga's music, because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's good, it's good music, I'm gonna listen to it. He only almost lost me with the, uh, oh, what the fuck was it, the Blue Shacks, I think it was? He had a terrible feature. Yeah. That and uh, it was on a feature with J-Rock. What's good? What's good? Are you talking about um? The Wadi Dadi Da? Yeah, nah, that part was hard. That, that, hey, at first I didn't like it. At first I didn't like it, and then I kept listening to it. I was like, ah, oh, this shit hard. <laughs> yeah, and see, I was kind of like, oh, this is trash. But the song wouldn't be hot without yeah. Like, that King's Dead song, I still listen. I'm like, I'm gonna bump that when I get in the car. If Beyonce don't take over my body when I get in the car. Like, I think, like, again, Future, that's so crazy because I did a, um, I just, my, not the episode I just did yesterday, but my episode on Tuesday I did, T.I. had said, um, he, his Mount Rushmore of, um, Atlanta Tribe music was him, Jeezy, Gucci, and Future. I'm like, that's not wrong. He's right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. Like, and people were like trying to argue that. They were like, oh, but what about Migos? No. Don't get me wrong. I love Migos. I'm a Migos fan. The one is, is the. That's it. Like, when it comes to trap music of a metal, those four guys set this. That's it. Especially with T.I., Gucci, and Jeezy. Like, them three niggas was beefing about who started trying yeah. <laughs> It got real ugly for them niggas. Like, so where do you stand on that? Who, who created Atlanta trap music? I feel like them for it. I, that's where I stand at. Like, I, I literally... Like it was a, a, a group effort, more or less, than just one uh, person created it. So I might... Okay, so that's what you're asking me. Like, the one person who created it? Yeah. Can I answer it in two parts? Okay, so I feel like T.I. created it 
but Gucci made it popular. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci did it better. Let me, I'm gonna say Gucci did it better, but Jeezy is an all-around better um, mm. cinematic rapper. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, he's a better cinematic trap rapper to me because out of all four of them, Jeezy has the better debut album. None, none of them niggas' debut album is better than Thug Motivation 101. Yeah. Nobody. None of them. That's right up there. <laughs> like, that, like, Thug Motivation 101 has to be in every... If Thug Motivation 101 is not in is not the top five rap albums, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, I agree that's a great album. Like, that album came out, what, 20-something years ago, maybe? Wait, yeah. like, let me fact check that. I mean, yeah, like, that, that album is old. Like, but you turn it on and it still feel like it felt when you first you know what I'm saying? Like even like I don't. That that's why I said like, I feel like T.I. started it. Gucci did it better, but the most cinematic trap rapper is Jeezy. I feel like, but with Future, I think Future took some of everything from all three of them. Yeah. And he just I feel like Future just took off with it better because he did. More of a finesse rapper to me. that music builds with you. It's like yeah. you feel like you're supposed to feel like you know this part. Like DMX, I know this nigga. Yeah. Like, I know his dog. I know, you know what I'm saying, I, the prayers, all of that. Yeah. So when you, when with an artist like Future, he's supposed to take you up top. Like, we get money fucking bitches at the same damn time. Yeah. All of this is lit. Like, everything lit. And then you go to like uh, some shit. He just bashing Sierra and Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. and some, like Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook for some reason. I mean, I think that's how do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I think like it, but it's I, like just evoking those those layers of emotions, and then it feeds into the future being toxic. Right. Guess what? When you drop another slapper on a more lively frequency. We we listening again. Oh, yeah. That's music. Yeah. 
we stay in that toxic cycle with future on mm -hmm. It's like a life, bad relationship. Yeah, it's like a toxic relationship that you can't get the fuck out of because <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> like it's, like the, the sex is too good, so you can't get out of it. Like when, by sex, the metaphor, sex is the metaphor for his music, yeah. right? Yeah. And the music is too fucking good to get out of this toxic like, relationship. Right, yeah. You've been back since the for three weeks. <laughs> I'm done with you. Fuck future. Oh shit, he got a new slapper on. Let me listen to this real quick. Yeah, like I think that's um, but again, I think that's what that's that's what a lot of artists, not even just rappers, like even singers, like singers got. I tell people all the time. I am a huge Beyonce fan. I'm, I'm a stand. I'm, let me not say I'm a, I'm a fucking stand. I love that lady. <laughs> but everybody looks at me like I'm crazy when I say I do not like Sasha Fierce. I don't like that album. But that album was the biggest, like, made her who she was. Like, made her the woman, who, you know, of who she was. And I get that. But because I, I do like that era of her, like, the fuck y'all can't tell me shit. This is who I am, you know what I'm saying? I just don't like the album. I, <laughs> I feel like it set the tone for, like, the Hunter Hater album. It's a weird When she got something she wanted to say, it's like, all right. And her following is so big, it's like, hey, everybody, we're doing this now. Like, we're moving over. Yeah, like, oh, now y'all dancing and you do the R&B at this tempo. Techno tempo, mm -hmm. this is what we do in the house. And, and that's another thing, like, I really do like when artists can, like, switch it up, like, yeah, and not yeah. stay, like, there's some artists where I, like, Pusha T is that artist where I want him to do, stay doing coke right, please, yeah. it's amazing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he do a good job at it, like, it's the same thing with 2 Chains. I want 2 Chains to always, I'm not going to say I want him to always rap about drugs since he's getting older, but, like, Two Chains is one of those rappers where I feel like if he was to like switch it up a little bit, I'd probably like it. Because I'm so used to him talking about uh, Jamachi this. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, he could probably take the trap out and mm -hmm. just keep it on fly fantasy shit. Because yep. that's his whole like uh brain. I, I hate using the word brain, but yeah. that's his whole persona is just fly shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think like a lot of people I feel like with a lot of rappers too, they make a lot of what they do, they make a lot of what they do like their whole personality. Yeah. Instead of just leaving it on the mic, you know what I'm saying? Like, they make that their personality, and then like when they do start rapping, it's just like, this shit is mad, this shit is black. Cause you done made this your whole personality. Like, yeah. I want to I live in that fantasy of what you're gonna give me album-wise, you know, music-wise. Outside of music, I don't give a fuck what you do. As long as you're not harming kids and women, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool. And, see, I think I get it because I get black for doing stuff like that because my personality now bleeds into my performances mm. just in the sense of like, like how Jamie said, this is just me. Like, yeah. when I rap. It's just like, no, now I'm really gonna tell you why I'm that nigga. Right, exactly. I'll tell you all day, like, all you gotta do is ask, but I'm, I'm super humble in the sense of like, I don't like to feel like I'm bragging. Yeah. But I'm from the Bronx and you're not gonna like, mm -hmm. act like you don't see me. You're not gonna like, really me. Yeah. You're not, like, you're not gonna send me, you're not like, and people, cause I came up 
in ciphers with Black Rain, uh, Showtime a couple times, fucking uh, Bad Luck, all of them. So it's like, yeah, I haven't been around your favorite rappers in the city, and ask them niggas, they know I got bored. Like, hey, I ain't met a motherfucker in my life that can't, that can tell me I don't know how to rap. And like, you singing, that's one thing. You might have caught me on the day I was smoking too much or whatever, but I, I know what talents I have. I'm not gonna be all in your face about it, and I don't have to dress like fucking uh, Quavo or somebody to prove it to you. Like, I can stand out just, and see, that's my thing, because like, I'm on that ghost face shit. If I have my money together and Peter wasn't tripping, I sit up in this motherfucker with a fur coat with some coochie daddy LeBron shorts. You see the Willy Wonka side. I'm a a different type of dude. Hey, I just feel like, I think we're glad, like, we're probably gravitate towards artists now, like, whether it's local or, you know, international, whatever. Is be yourself. Be you. Like, quit trying to come up with all these different fucking personalities. Like, or quit trying to, like, fit into what you think is. What's going on now? Like, you like, like, like I said, the conversation was happening earlier. Stay in tune with what's going on so you don't lose your audience and, you know, whatever. But, like, be exactly who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, you got money now, yeah, it's going to change. Money changes everybody. Oh, yeah. who you are. Money changes everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put, you put, five, you give a nigga a $5 million deal, what you think you're going to do? He don't act, he don't act, he don't even know about his, his kid. <laughs> We've seen it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you just, I feel like, but I feel like with stage presence, stage presence is, stage presence is different from, you know, um, being in the studio and nobody can see you. Like, do you get, like, do you get overwhelmed when you want to, like, when you in front of people and they can see you? To be honest, my tripping was supposed to be here today. Yeah, I was just like the next door over, on the right. Yeah, um, I'm honestly more awkward with, like, it, I know you noticed by now, like, this is my line of sight. I look away from people. No, yeah, the, I, 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 I find my words in the sky, mm-hmm. quote unquote. My, in the sixth grade, they used to think I had ADHD. I'm like, nigga, nothing about me is hyper. I'll take ADD all day. Yeah. My mind moves better. I speak slow, but think fast as shit. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes I get tripped up over what I want to say. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on stage, it's just like, the second I hear my voice come through the speaker, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking, let's go. Tell me, you tell me, you tell me, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. But yeah, like, I, I think, like, st- stage presence to me is everything, though. And I like to convey it with my, because I realize how powerful my voice is. Mm-hmm. You get this on the microphone up close, I can, like, I can drop this bitch like Jack Daryl Jones. I can get up high, I can like... You yeah, know, about doing like, um, like voiceovers or like... Yeah, um, looking into like, it, some like storytelling and stuff. stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. I think you should... That, like, the voice that you have, I think that is dope, bro. Like, like I said, when you send me your music and, like, I instantly, like, when I listen to your voice, that's why I said, I was like, Scarface. 
his favorite rapper has to be Scarface, and I was fucking wrong. But because <laughs> well, I, I got favorites for different reasons, like voices, cadence. I would say voice, cadence, storytelling, and just overall broad. Yeah. Like, Lil Wayne, overall bars, because he just said banana shit. And like the, the Lil Wayne people don't like now, like what's the verse I heard him say? Some shit like, rat a tat a tat a tat a tat a bullets hit you to your soul, shatter something, something. I was like, they was like, oh, that's trash. He just saying rat a tat a tat. I'm like, nah. You got to hear what he said. Wayne, Wayne, did you like his FS1 freestyle that he did? Um, but, uh, for Skip, Skip Ravens, yeah. I haven't heard the Oh, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. I hear he, like, he be going there. Yeah, that shit was hard, though. When I heard that, I was like, all right. <laughs> Time for y'all niggas to wrap it up. <laughs> and see, because I'm from the O's, and I like, I like poetry and shit, too, so I'm used to being worthy. I was like, oh, Lil Wayne saying a rap with a brother, right? What take most motherfuckers? Ten words to say, but when it's like three, right? And it's just that shit to me is genius. So it's like I can find the beauty and the genius in almost anything. Right. Like even so, uh, not so Boy. So Boy was just lightning in the bottle. That was one of them. Like the shit was catchy in the car when it did what it was supposed to do. Like, again, so Boy and Bow Wow are literally the same. Yeah. You had it all and you just let it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I feel like Bow Wow could have made <laughs> I feel like Bow Wow could have like Bow Wow could have done something with so so death. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, took it over yeah. Like something. Something, yeah. He could have done something. Bow Wow man been rapping since he, I feel like he could have done something with So So Dev, but I, and I feel like with Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy could have been a talent seeker for Atlanta artists. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have been the one putting these niggas on. Like, hey yo, these niggas got it. Yeah. This nigga got it. This girl got it. She got it. Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of they just let a lot of that shit slip through their hands. Right. He should have continued to stay tapped in with the youth mm-hmm. instead of beefing with everybody. Yeah, <laughs> out to LA and gang bang. Like, nigga, shut your ass in the house. Atlanta's good. Atlanta's such a cool place. Yeah, like, I love it. That's a major hub, bro. You in Chocolate City, right? Man, like you, you down there in the Mecca, like you good. Like stop, stop doing shit. Out here booing and bumping because Chris Brown out there. Like, nigga, relax, bro. Like, <laughs> Please, please go take a little nappy nap. <laughs> well, you know, ever since DJ Vlad had him on there feeling like John Wick jumping over sofas. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite fucking interview. I'm going to go back yeah. to the man. It was me. Where's your next, uh, what's your next show, next album dropping? What's, what's it going like? What's next for you? Um, so album-wise, I'm looking at dropping to it in the same month, but it might have to get pushed back to next year. Okay. So I'm gonna do a blues, bluesy cover of uh, all my favorite songs. I'm gonna call that the Upside Down. So far, I got Dirty Diana. Hey, that's my I favorite got, that song. Yeah, I love that easily, song. Easily, hands yeah. down. Between that and um, the way you make me feel, my two top Michael Jackson songs. 
See, I, I be wanting to say butterfly, but then flow is reloaded, and I'm like, low-key, flow is better. Oh, God. Marsha and Brooks just don't keep the, the, uh, yeah, the she's got an extraordinary voice. Yeah, that woman is crazy on the mic. Um, but I'm going uh, to drop that probably at the top of the year, and then I'm going to do So my last rap EP was uh, Wolf Tickets. Mm -hmm. So that started the Wolf series that I'm doing. So it's going to be Wolf Tickets, Wolf and Casimir, and the boy who cried Wolf, mm -hmm. and then the straight Wolf. Um, and it's really leading my listeners into this genre, I guess, creating, which is like a hip-hop blues sort of thing. Yeah. Almost like what Neil Sullivan did with poetry, R&B, and hip-hop, mm -hmm. I want to kind of do that with blues. Okay, okay. Just really for people like raspy voices like I always I recorded a whole ass mixtape in a refrigerator. Really? Like an unplugged, like, uh, what did we do? We took a comforter and stuff in somebody's microfridge mm -hmm. and put that motherfucker on the dresser and put a little microphone in. I don't know, I can't tell you how good it sounded, but I was like, oh, this is yeah. I was like, recording in the dorms, sitting there right out, and like, brush it up in the dorms, and then pass it out every That's crazy. Just straight gorilla stuff. Yeah. Like, the Wolf series is basically transitioning my followers into, like, I call it less cap rap, basically. Okay. A little less bullshit. It's still gonna be fun rap. Like, you still gonna get the bars, but I might be singing a little more. It might be a little more introspective. Really, I'm going for like a Joe Budden mood music sort of thing. Yeah. So, that that mood music uh, series is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. People, people really be calling Joe like, oh, look it up. I'm like, that's. That's that's all y'all know, right? You know what I'm saying? All y'all know. Yeah. Like, no, Joe, Joe really got bars. <laughs> Joe Button to me set it off with the 10 minute track. Like, cause I, I deal with depression a lot, and like that's why I think I connect with pain and the money chords and shit. Like, just something that you ever have music hit your ears. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I, cause I, I do the same shit. Like, I got depression and, and anxiety. Like, I deal with this shit. Trust me. So, like, when like, something come out, I'm like, damn, this bitch, this motherfucker trying to say who wants me. And that's the thing I've been trying to connect with people, cause I, like, I'm from the South Bronx. I rap predominantly, but I also grew up in choir. Like, not just singing on the street. I grew up a fucking theater kid, like, mm -hmm. performing on stage since, like, middle school, was in drama club, poetry was the vice president of poetry club, National Honor Society, been reading Shakespeare since 13, fucking sold weed at 17, stole a car, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm, that's why I speak so much about morality, because it's like, for the rap people who just insist on, if you insist on hearing nigga shit, yes, I am worth the shit. Right. 
But as a grown adult person, like I'm so much more than that. I skateboard, play ukulele. Like I do what I want to do because I can. Right, exactly. And I, 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 I call that black boy joy. Exactly. I call that black boy joy. Like I love seeing black men and black boys doing shit that makes them happy out of the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like shit that mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't and I never will. Peace out.